0: We've been given intelligence, and you have to use your intelligence. See, so you look at the data, look at the information. Okay, you analyze it. It comes from authoritative sources, and you accept the concept, but you're not really experiencing it. But you're accepting it. You know, but on that. With intelligence, you can apply it, and eventually the fruit will come.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Breaking Trail podcast with me, Ruben, and my friend and uh, teacher, Balakia. This is where you learn to navigate life's journey through ancient wisdom. And in today's talk, you'll hear us speak about the uh, temporary nature of the world and our... uh, need for eternal, uh, we'll speak about absolute truth, about how faith and intelligence is required to make progress, doubts and so much more, so uh, I hope this will be inspiring for you. So thanks for listening in and let's start this. You know, I, I just had this desire to like, because now I finally got the car that I want and now I want it to last forever. You know what I mean? It's, it's really like, I. you're like living your life and you're just hoping and you're trying to arrange things so that like something will last, you know, but thing after thing, time after time, they break apart, they rust, you know, they leave you, whatever. If it's a girlfriend, if it's, you know, your job doesn't go as you want, like nothing's... <laughs>
0: yeah, it's called the ever-changing world. <laughs> yeah. Nothing stays the same. No. And, uh, so. and that's the reality. You, no one will ever be able to change that. That's the design. So, yeah. so that's the part of the illusion, you know, to hang on to what you've got and make it last forever. And you can't do that.
1: Yeah, well, it seems like the, you know that's what you have, like that's what you know. <laughs> that's that's.
0: But the thing is, is you know, it's our nature to have a permanent, stable situation. That's our nature. That's why everybody's trying to achieve it. Mm. Because the nature of the soul, in the spiritual world, is there's no beginning, there's no end, there's no birth, there's no death. Is you know, all the temporary things of this world don't exist there. Everything is eternal. Hmm. And so you're not struggling to hang on to anything <laughs> because it's, it's it's not trying to get away from you, you know. Right. <laughs> you don't get old. You don't get decrepit. You don't get COVID. You don't get all those things in the spiritual world. And the soul intuitively knows that, and that's why and the illusion that I'm the body and this world is my home, we're trying to duplicate that
1: here. Right, yeah.
0: But you can't. No, it's no duplication. (laughs) But we can't, even if we hear it, it's like, unrelatable. You know, people just can't relate to it. Yeah, yeah, even if they agree. Exactly. yeah yeah exactly but they just don't relate to it it's them i'm still the body there's still exactly. a future here for me and if i arrange this and that and whatever whatever then things will be you know good like your car oh it's perfect i got the perfect car i it to last forever
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah because i guess there's i i guess that's like someone telling you about the wonders of ice cream but you haven't like, if you imagine, you know, you live in, in some really warm country in the, you know, equator or something. You've never had ice cream in your life, and someone's trying to describe ice cream to you how wonderful it is. It's kind of hard to relate to. Like, you can, theoretically, you can understand, like, that that is possible to have something like that, but, you know, to actually... <laughs> yeah. I mean... We were speaking the other week and I was speaking to someone as well about that uh, aspect of like faith but because if you are on that outside of the honey jar and you don't even, you can't even taste it, there has to be some element of faith to even try to attempt to get into the honey jar and taste the honey at first, (laughs) I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been given intelligence, and you have to use your intelligence. See, look at the data, look at the information. Okay, you analyze it. It comes from authoritative sources, and you accept the concept, but you're not really experiencing it, but you're accepting it. Mm -hmm. You know, but on that With intelligence, you can apply it, and eventually the fruit will come. Mm -hmm. Everybody that takes a medication has to have faith that the doctor knows what he's doing. Mm Because you you take a pill, in most cases, in in one second, you're not a different person. You know? (laughs) A course of antibiotics, if that's what you you prescribed, you know, you got to take a course, you know, every day for X number of days, Mm. you know, and you know, certainly in the beginning, you don't know if it's working or not, but you got faith, like you say, and and intelligence that well, it's been, you know, working for a long time for other people, so (laughs) I have to have some faith. But it's interesting how we'll have so much faith in, you know, material science or authorities or whatever and zero faith in spiritual science and spiritual authorities, you know.
1: Well, I guess it's, I guess it's, I was, you know, someone said that maybe that's because we, it's, it's like we, Well, it comes down to the question of is there a truth you know and we maybe not able to accept the fact that you know there may be someone else who knows because i I, all all i know is that i don't know everything (laughs) but i guess we have to accept the fact that there might possibly be someone who does and and having and being able to accept that requires a certain amount of um you know inside or or uh, what do you say humility I guess it requires you know to be able to accept that there might be a truth that I don't know like there, despite the fact that I don't know it there might be out there
0: yeah we have to recognize it <laughs> our ability to know is very limited very limited you know and so that's that's another part of the evolution, the, the one step at a time concept, you know, just a little more, a little more, closer, closer, willing, willing to accept a little more readily, a little more easily, you know. And these truths will, will begin to, to, play to play out as, out as we go along, which, which increases, increases the faith. faith. But anyway, if there, you know, if there's no absolute truth, then there's no meaning to the word truth. Mm. You know, it's just always changing the truth. If, if, if you're just accepting material truths as truth, then it's always changing, mm. you know, because it's relative truth. It's all relative. It's true on a certain set of conditions. <clears throat> For it to be true, it depends on a certain set of circumstances. Just like, you know, water freezes at zero degrees, right? Yeah. Under certain conditions, yeah. But if you have a little salt in the water or something, then that's not true. It freezes at a lower temperature. Mm -hmm. Or water boils at 100 degrees, Right. Yes, of course. Everybody knows water boils at one hundred degrees, unless
1: you're up in the mountains. You know, and trying to.
0: Yeah, at sea level it does, but if you go to, you know, four thousand meters, it boils at a lower temperature. So it's all relative to the altitude, or to the purity of the water, or to whatever. In other words, it's it's true if these conditions are met. Mm-hmm. So. The world is always changing, so therefore, if that's the only truth we have, that's always changing. And that's some people's argument. Well, what you're saying maybe was true a thousand years ago, but it's not true now. Mm -hmm. It's a different time, different place, different society, different everything. And that's, that's kind of like their argument. But beyond all of this temporary relative truth, there's the eternal absolute truth, which is always true. For instance, you know, materially speaking, you know, you're Reuben, Sweden, male, whatever, whatever, so many years old. You know, and, and that's how it is, you know, materially speaking. But it's relative to this lifetime. See, Mm -hmm. whereas eternally your spirit soul, that never changes. That's absolutely your identity eternally. So whether you, you know, have on a body that was produced in Sweden or Norway or, you know, anywhere it may be, male, female, black, white, whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're still the same person. So that's the absolute nature of reality. So there is an absolute truth. And that's what we're always referring to when we give these little talks and discussions. We're referring to absolute knowledge because that's what we're missing. You know, we're overburdened with relative truths, you know, and everybody's got another one and, you know... Proven it by this study and that study or this thing and that thing. We're we're just, you know,
1: inundating. We have all these fake news and and contra you know conspiracies and you don't know what to think anymore. It's just like so much out there that we have to have.
0: It's all contaminated by individuals' agendas. Exactly. Yeah. Political agenda, financial agenda, whatever the agenda may be. So there's no stability there. There's nothing trustworthy there. And so people kind of just give up on truth, some people. But again, there's another world, another reality, another absolute dimension. So absolute truth is what we're trying to more and more imbibe in
1: our life. Yeah. Mm, yeah. There. I. I'm not sure whether I should, because. See that there's this there's this point of like how do you, because again this comes back to question that I that, that me and another person we 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 spoke about well, but when you come to that platform of. Of of starting to accept that like is there a. Because you've said that like, there, the doubts and it's not a, it's not a good thing, but what's, what's the balance between, I mean, if you're looking for a spiritual guide, if you're looking for the absolute truth, there has to be some place for, for doubts and, 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 and questions and where, what, what, what is the place of that in the Vedic point of view of doubts and of questions of...
0: Well, doubts can be positive or negative depending on how. You react to them. Hmm. Doubts make you so you question. Mm-hmm. And in Bhagavad Gita, fourth chapter, text thirty-four, one should approach a bona fide spiritual master, inquire from him submissively. See, inquire, ask questions, submissively, not arrogantly, not in a challenging mood. Mm. You know, okay, I want to know. Can you answer this question? questions of life, you know, that's good. So that will dispel doubts. If, you, if I mean, you have read Bhagavad Gita, and probably many in our audience have, but probably a lot have not. But anyway, Arjuna's main problem was he was filled with doubts. Mm-hmm. See, He didn't know what to do. He didn't know if he should fight the Battle of Kurukshetra or not. You know was it going to be against religious principles? you know there was all kind of Vedic teaching that you know he quoted that would have you know prohibited him, prohibited it from being fought and hmm. on and on you know he was he was so filled with doubts that it describes that he was just unable to even stand. He just kind of sat down on the chariot. His bow was by his side. It kind of just fell out of his hand. And he's basically just devastated,
1: mm. you know,
0: by doubt. Yeah. Now, you may or may not know anything about Arjuna, but Arjuna was the greatest bowman or archer in the universe at that time, in the universe, not just on the Earth planet. you know. And he he was no stranger to... These He was a kshatri, he was a warrior, that's what he was, see. But these doubts completely overpowered him. But what did he do? He went to Krishna and asked him, please dispel my doubts. Mm-hmm. He asked questions, Krishna answered, answered, answered. He asked another question, Krishna answered, answered, answered. Right. And gradually through presenting all this knowledge, see, and Arjuna accepting it, the doubts were removed. See, doubt is simply not knowing. Yeah, it's it's, it's ignorance. It's just not knowing. Yeah. Well, I don't know where does this road go. Well, I don't know. Mm. You know, uh, do you think it goes there? Well, I, I, I doubt it. But but if you've been down that road, you know where it goes. Okay. That's, so next time you come to that junction, mm. you know you don't have to just sit there and when it was should I go this way or that way or another way you know you know oh this goes here so you just go
1: well but but I guess that's like I mean again it feels like that that requires a lot of humility to be able to do that like just crash and and ask for like because Arjuna still had faith somehow didn't he because he didn't he didn't have doubts, and then, like you said, it depends what you do with it. He didn't have doubts and then ran away into some other direction. He was like sure that he somehow knew the answer and the answer would be found somewhere else. You know, he just, he just, you know, he, he didn't do that. He, he just crashed instead of and prayed and asked for, you know, asked his questions. He didn't.
0: Yeah, so that's what is required mm. inquire from him submissively. Exactly. You see, at some point, we got to become more submissive, Mm. more humble, you know. As long as we ride the horse of arrogance, we're not going to
1: do well at all, spiritually speaking. I guess that's exactly the point that I wanted to come to. You just summarized it in a much better way than I did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's part of the the requirement. you know, there's requirements with everything in in life. Whatever you do, there's requirements. You know, you gotta. You know, you 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 want to get a new job? They want. What are your qualifications? See? Give me your resume. Let me see if you're qualified for this job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, whatever you want to do, is requirements or qualifications necessary. Mm. So, what makes it any different when it comes to spiritual life? There's requirements. See, there's qualifications necessary, and you know, you could almost say the one requirement above all other requirements is humility, submissiveness. You know, the old old example of the full cup. You know, I think we even talked about that on the podcast one time, but, you know, the aspiring spiritual, you know, person comes to the guru and says, oh, Guru Dave, you know, please enlighten me. And the guru says, sure, but first let's have a cup of tea, you know, and so sets out the tea cups and takes the pot of tea. And starts filling the aspirants cup and it fills up and then it starts running over and running over. And he says, Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you doing? Don't you see my cup is full? You know, he said, Yes, I see your cup is full, and that's why I can't teach you anything. Because, you know, the idea he this this person thought he already knew everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta approach with an empty cup mm. you know, when the cup is full, and that's that's arrogance I mean I know, don't tell me, I've read these books, I've talked to these people, I've had these experiences, I've done this, I've done that mm. then then you will not be able to receive the message.
1: Well, and and that's again, like let's okay. So let's go back to the like, what the world around us. Like, if you go to a class in physics, and the teacher tries to tell you something, you don't like stand up in class and say, you know, no, you know what I believe. <laughs> it's actually not like that. Like, I've I've seen this and this, and I've read this and this. <laughs> you know, you yeah. You sit there and you listen. In my
0: opinion, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gravity doesn't work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh. yeah in my opinion yeah
0: so that's that's one of the big ones you know the, the submissive spirit mm. and the way the world is structured now it, it's the direct opponent to developing submissive spirit you know it's all about build yourself up, look good to the world, you know, I'm the most important, you know, it it always goes back, you can tell a man's consciousness by his actions, you know, so what is the most popular thing now? Selfies, you know, people are taking selfies left, right, and center, you know, they even, you know, develop advanced cell phones that make it So you can take selfies easier, Uh you know, because that's what people want. You know, take a picture and post it. Picture, post, picture, post, picture, post. And who's it all about? Me. Mm. You know, well, that's arrogance. I mean, I'm the most important. And so this is the opposite of the qualities necessary for receiving spiritual truth.
1: So it's like society is fostering an attitude that is completely opposite to what we need to develop spiritually.
0: Yeah, and if we don't develop spiritually, then we just go down the material sewer. Hmm. And that's, that's again, obvious, you know, things are getting, you know, darkened, more, you know, perverted and strange, and, you know, like... like uh, one podcast host was, was explaining how, you know, there's a normal. In any in, in society at any given time, there's a normal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In other words, this is kind of normal for this society at this time. And he said previously the normal was quite far on the right, mm-hmm. and that was normal. But he says, as the new norms come in, everything keeps moving to the left. And it keeps moving further and further. So now the normal is so far left that it wouldn't even have been accepted at all previously. And now this is normal. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going in that direction. And that's, that's uh, just the nature of, of how things work. In the material world.
1: And, 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 and it's quite obvious that if you want to judge whether that's good or bad, you need like an absolute, like you say, you need an absolute framework. You can't it can't just be that whatever is good and bad, you know, today is going to be different from tomorrow. Like there's an absolute uh, measurement that you can know whether things are, and, and that's whether or not it's beneficial for us spiritually, right? If If, yeah. if those things are, you know? <laughs> Yes, yeah. And you
0: there has to be something some standard, something as a as a a guide, you know, mm. a a baseline. Where where do I need to be here? You know? What kind of lifestyle do I need to live exactly. to enhance my spiritual progress? Exactly. And uh if we don't do that, and it certainly isn't promoted now, then we're gonna go the other direction. We'll lead more and more lifestyles that destroy spiritual interest, spiritual enthusiasm, spiritual fervor, you know. Righteousness is replaced by, you know, impiety and it's just, you know. It's it's what we've done to ourself, you see. You know, as soon as you take away the authority, the supreme authority, the absolute all good, all loving, all caring authority, and embark on your own journey, nothing's gonna good's gonna come from that.
1: Nothing. I th- I... So, and 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 I think that's a very like that way of seeing it. I think is may may like open up some people's eyes. You, you you said what we've done to ourselves. You said I don't like I don't think that's usually people think. I think like you know there's a big like evil power out there. But I'm so good. <laughs> but there's like some evil power. That is doing things that are contrary to what's good for me.
0: Well, yeah, but that is the modes of material nature. <laughs> that controls us. We've talked about this before. You know, these modes of nature will control us if we're not under the direct control of the Supreme Lord. Mm-hmm. So you know, I have to just choose which control am I gonna be under? There's not a third option. Mm. So the more you have this information, understand how the whole creation takes place, it's working, what the influences are, what the true nature of the soul is, what the contaminated nature of the soul is, and so on, mm. then the more you can make, you know, educated decisions. Mm. In life, huh. based on knowledge and intelligence, you know it's just it's necessary. That's why there's educational institutions on every corner of this planet. Mm. You know, every place has some educational institution to teach the people how they can live a better life but the better life is all material exactly mm-hmm. yeah. so we've we've neglected spiritual education spiritual knowledge and it comes at a very high price very high price i
1: mm-hmm. oh, mean in terms of our in, in, in terms of anxiety and depression and
0: Everything, yeah. Inside ourselves, outside ourselves, relationships with other people, Mm -hmm. relationships with other, you know, citizens of the planet and lower forms of life Mm -hmm. and and, you know, climate and on and on it goes. I mean, you know, there's a big price to pay here for going on our off on our own and doing it our way. Mm And, you know, they're just, they're just, you know, the mind is amazing. The mind can can go so far. So the minds are still just beginning to, to expand to, oh, well, let's do stuff on the moon. Let's do stuff on Mars. Let's do stuff on other planets. And, you know, I just saw an interesting, what time is it? I got a little time. Yeah, I just saw interesting uh, article from Elon Musk, mm-hmm. the Tesla guy. Oh. And he was talking about artificial intelligence being much, much more dangerous than nuclear weapons. Mm. He said, where well, everybody's concerned about, you know, the nuclear weapons and Cold War standoffs or whatever, you know. But actually, artificial intelligence is much, much more dangerous than that. But where does this artificial intelligence come from? It comes from people with intelligence. And then with that intelligence, they create an artificial intelligence, which, and he gave all kinds of examples and so on, can quickly surpass man's ability to control that artificial intelligence. And then you've just created a hell that, you know, can't get out. So his... The solution is so it may just make it so that that life cannot continue on this planet. So we need to have colonies on the moon, (laughs) but more preferably Mars as seed colonies. So when everything on Earth is destroyed, (laughs) there'll be some seed to come down and restart everything again. See, this is mental speculation.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just like a backup. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just stand over there and wait till we need you and come down and repopulate the planet and so on. But, you know, people like this, they have no idea of the divine plan and how, you know, everything's under the control of the Supreme Lord. You know, it said a blade of grass cannot move without the sanction of the Lord.
1: Mm. You know? and, and, you know, so I, no, what were you saying? No, go ahead. Well, that just going back to this artificial intelligence, I think that's an interesting topic. Also, in terms of what we were speaking about the other day, like there's no, there's no way that you can program morality. Again, if there is an absolute answer on things, then it's not like it's not always. I mean, they they made this. I I think they made this like driving driving trials with automatic drivers, like no no driver behind the wheel, and, and they had to like put them in a the test. Like, what would you do if there was about to be an accident? You had to choose between like driving over these four people or this one person. Like, what decision would you make? And the, and the computer chose to drive over four people <laughs> for some reason. You know, that was he found that that was a better option. It's like there were, there's no there's no morality in ai there's yeah, no inherent there's no morality. morality
0: there's no compassion exactly you know there's, there's there's none of the qualities of the soul see because mm-hmm. there's no soul there yeah uh, these are god-given qualities of the soul and in an ai there's none of that there's no soul mm. it's just a machine you know so it can't make those judgments based on pity or, you know, compassion or what's well, good for us, you know, I mean, yeah. morality and like like you say. So, mm-hmm. man, it's so simple, you know. If if people would just, <laughs> you know, give up the idea that I'm God, and just accept it already is a perfect person, a perfect arrangement, who's... Loving everyone fully, perfectly. He knows what's best for us, and we just comply. I mean, that's how it should be. You know, dad knows best, father knows best kind of thing. Mm. (laughs) Then life would be simple, but we've, you know, gone away from that completely. And so now we're on our own. You know, so now we're controlled by the laws of material nature: goodness, passion, and ignorance. Mm. You know, and the accompanying and mainly passion and ignorance—very, very little goodness involved. Mm. And you know, lust is the the, the main driving force mm. behind life on planet Earth today. And from loss comes anger. And that's why there's, you know, you can see how it's all connected. It's it's not a mystery why things are like they are. It's, it's, we're diseased, you know, it's not a mystery when a person has a serious disease for them to be weak, you know, and not feel good and no power, no energy, you know, they don't look good. <laughs> They can't perform like they used to. Mm. Why? Because you got a disease, you know, and things get worse. You know, a, a disease untreated, it depends on the disease, of course, but a disease untreated often, you know, just keeps getting worse, you know. So we're in that situation, and we have the supreme doctor. We have the supreme books of medicine, spiritual medicine, you know? And we have the the perfect, you know, guides. And if we turn our back on that, then how can we expect to get better?
1: Well, that's exactly what we do because we think that (laughs) it seems, I mean, the narrative is, you know, we were less civilized before and now we're getting more and more civilized. And the more we move away from that authority, you know, and that's not what, you know, but that's what we do. That's not the target, but that's what we do. And we think that we're getting more and more progressive and then we're moving in the right direction. You know, move, moving away from the old and getting more and more civilized, more and more free and liberal. I don't know what words to, I should say, to not, you know, offend or, or categorize this, but it, that's just the way to go.
0: The normal moves to the left.
1: Like you said. Like you said. Yeah. 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 All right.
0: Well, it looks like you're in a very beautiful place there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Mode of goodness
1: situation. Birds chirping. and <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you... If I if I said in the Stark, we're, we're on the way to, on the way to Tromsø, by going by the Ocean Road in Norway.
0: And for those who may not know the Ocean Road in Norway, it's like a snake. It just goes in and out and back on itself and in, and around fjords and up and down and, you know, point to point might be, you know, ten kilometers by the road. It might be. 20 kilometers
1: at least I mean, or more paris all the time <laughs> yeah varies
0: yeah across fjords off the little islands mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty interesting story over there
1: <laughs> very fortunate it's easy to get yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, just you know I was thinking about this video that you made and I just thought that maybe that could be... Because again, we're coming back to this and, and it's about the experience. But like, why don't we change when we know this? I mean, you had this video about the bridge of change and you, you mentioned like three people, but like one person is, is, is like, he's looking at the bridge of change and it's like, it's too hard to even make the change and I'm just gonna not do it. And one is like, oh, maybe I can try. Comes halfway and like, ah, oh, I give up. And the third one is, you know, no, he's he's actually gonna do it, and he fulfills fulfills. Like, what what makes it so that we can be such a person? <laughs> you know, what? How, how do we change? What's the key? Well,
0: you know, I was just reading an article about a guy in Utah that's he did fifty triathlons in 50 days, in 50 states. One state, next state, next state. See, but that, when he completed that, it wasn't enough challenge. So now he's doing 100 triathlons in 100 days. He's doubled
1: it. No. <laughs>
0: but anyway, the the point I'm getting to is when he's, he was a guy who went to the gym, and it was always a gym rat, see. And he, he got his his girlfriend, now his wife, and she was a runner, so she got him to to go out for a run for four kilometers. He couldn't do it, you know. It was, like, too much for him. And she couldn't believe how much he had worked out, of you know, and she couldn't even run four kilometers. But that inspired him to keep going, and he ran— more and more and more, and just built on that and built on it, built it up more and more. And now he's doing 100 triathlons in 100 days, you know. So it's it's like that in our spiritual journey, you know. You've got to start wherever you are and just a little bit more. Maybe you're the guy who doesn't even take the step, just looks at the bridge and says, I can't do it, you see. But maybe later you say, well, maybe I'll give it a little try and you go a little ways mm. and a little further and further, step by step, and pretty soon you've got the determination. Yeah, I went this far before, but I, I can finish this. I can go the whole distance, you know. So people that try to jump in too soon or or let's say if you keep, over your head, then... Oftentimes they'll be very disappointed, you know, like a guy who tried to run him this guy, if he tried to run do what he's doing now at that beginning stage he he would have just hated everything and not done anything. he wasn't able, but now he is so take it slow, take it easy, but take it, do something, you know, doing nothing produces no
1: results. Guaranteed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing nothing is doing nothing. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, so maybe we better chat a little bit. Yep. I don't know what time.
1: Yeah. 0%. We can
0: have a little Sankraton. Remember the singing document? We just read it. You get all these good things from that. Singing changes your brain. But if you sing the mantras, singing changes your heart. Two things, yeah. See, this article is all about the physical effect, you know, the endorphins and, you know, whatever, whatever, the oxytocin and so on. But... See, when we talk about singing mantra, this is changing the heart. That's what is neglected. Mm. I want to change my house. I want to change my apartment. I want to change my car. I want to change, you know, my clothes or my relationships or my job or my whatever, whatever. See, I want to move to Norway and live by the sea. <laughs> and
1: then I will be happy.
0: <laughs> but the people who are living there by the sea, many of them are thinking, "I'm going to move away from this place and move somewhere else. Then I'll be happy."
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's
0: the grass is always greener. <laughs> so it's never on the other side of the fence.
1: <laughs> that's so true never satisfying it's never never good enough <laughs> you know. have you
0: ever seen cows do that stick their head through the exactly. fence eat grass on the other side <laughs> and it's no different than the grass that's right under their feet
1: no <laughs> yeah
0: I mean I, every time I see a cow doing that I just think yeah that's that's an example of of us.
1: <laughs> mm, oh.
0: If I can just stretch out a little further and just get that piece of grass out there, it'll be sweeter.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's going to cut my neck a little bit on the barbed wire. And,
1: exactly. You know, it's
0: uncomfortable, but it's worth it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this knowledge gives you a different perspective on everything. Mm. Mm. Okay, so we're gonna chant the mantra goranga haribo. And as everybody's been watching knows, I chant and while you listen and then I have friends here with me who will respond and you can chant with them. So the mantra is Goranga Haribo.
1: Some friends <laughs> with me,
0: <laughs> the
1: guy, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Hello, Christian. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot your names, but <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I recognize
1: Stefan and Stefan and Martin. And Christian. I don't hear you. Ruben. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm muted. Ruben sound, uh, Stefan and Martin.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool.
1: Went for a little boys' trip. Yeah. Got six guys in the car going towards mm-hmm. the north.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. I hope things go well and it doesn't break on the way somehow.
1: No. Nice weather now, at least. Really not so warm, but very, very sunny.
0: Oh, you guys in T-shirts, it looks like you're oh, yeah. warm to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, well. I'm just pretending it's uh, very cold. <laughs> so he's, just pre- he's just pretending it's very cold. <laughs> all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, all right. So,
0: thank
1: yeah. you for today.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. And, you know, one thing we can add to that, little thing about how does a person get ready to cross that bridge is association Mm. and every single one of you guys right there is proof of that it was association interested in the philosophy perhaps and so on but it was the association that solidified things
1: yeah
0: 100% 100% association is very important
1: and that's like it's... you hang around with no please
0: yeah if you hang around with saints you become a saint if you hang around with rogues you
1: become a rogue
0: hmm. <laughs> better to become a saint
1: <laughs> just the question is uh, how, how, how how to know but that's a question for later Podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you guys have a wonderful journey. When do you when do you be in Tromsø? You think
1: probably like three four days from now. We're I think we're gonna go to Lofoten tomorrow and spend a couple of three, three days there, and then drive to Tromsø. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Again, take some pictures. Misha yeah. took some some pictures in
1: Lofoten. You saw those pictures. I can imagine he probably took drone photos, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he took drones and yeah, different things. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'll try to do the same.
0: Okay, anyway, we could ramble on forever. So, <laughs> namaste, <laughs> yeah, Krishna. We, we got can. another program.
1: Yep. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Malgia. Yeah, we'll see you next week.
0: Krishna Haribo.
1: Krishna Haribo. Thanks for staying in there uh, to the very end. Uh, make sure to click the subscribe button and this way when we release a new episode or things are happening in that way then you'll get notified notified i guess that's what you're saying (laughs) so uh, happy to have you here today Uh, we also you know have the possibility of you can give mini donations via patreon if you'd like to keep us um, help us run this podcast or you can Email updates on upcoming episodes as well. So, all of that is available on breakingtrail.life. Happy to have you here again, and remember, stay true to yourself and dare to break trail.